Welcome back to BS Reactor, where we get our friends to talk about stuff we couldn't get other people in our lives to chat with us about. This time, we're beginning our conversation about a 2017 Korean action drama thriller, Memoir of a Murderer. Links are in the description. It's really trippy and complicated, so we are for sure going to be using spoilers and casual profanity to get our points across. So if you're not into either of those things, tap stop before the music ends. And thanks for listening. We appreciate you. You know what? I even brought a churu in case he wanted to be friendly because he's very food motivated, but he will still make sure you know that you are at arm's length. Anyway. The last time he was here, I gave him one of those. He growled at me halfway through it just to let me know. Be like, that's what I'm saying. So we know, yeah. He's like, I'll eat this, but that doesn't change the situation. He's like, how's it going, buddy? Nightmares. Okay, pretty much. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of BSR. I am Jasmine and today we have Pat, Isaac, and we are going over my pick. Well, the second of my picks uh, for this, (laughs) uh, the close out the mind bending series. Yeah. Finally. (laughs) And we, we definitely got there. Yeah, for sure. Um, We got there. Yeah. (laughs) But this is, uh, we're going to review memoir. Is it memoir? I think it is. Memoir of of a a murderer. Yeah. So I texted you this last week, (laughs) panicking that I had been watching (laughs) the wrong movie this whole time. Nope. Because there's a murderer's guide to memorization is the novel. This is based on. Don't confuse it with memoirs of a murderer, which is a Japanese remake of a 2012 Korean movie, Memories of a Murder, which is a Bong Joon-ho movie, (laughs) Memories of Murder, which is a Mm -hmm. Lifetime Channel original movie starring Nancy Allen, who you might know from Robocop. (laughs) There's a couple others too, but it was just like, oh shit. (laughs) This one, right? This one? (laughs) Yeah, so this is the 2017 Memoir of a Murder. Yes, 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 yes. And you can find this on disc, you can find this on streaming platforms, it's everywhere, it's great. Currently for us, it's on Peacock, here in the states i imagine and mileage will vary too big oh, yeah, excuse me to be yes yeah um <laughs> box office for this was 19.5 million okay didn't okay. really get a release in the states when it came out it was only in eight theaters and made about ninety one thousand dollars. so this one if you did see it you definitely only saw it on video yeah uh couldn't get a read on the budget for this thing but it definitely made its budget back and then some was considered a success Rotten Tomatoes, there's only two reviews on this. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, like critic reviews mm. and then 79% audience score. So, okay. Yeah. Well, what was the reviewer's score? Oh, there was only two of them. So, so they, could, they were both fresh. So okay. that, that helps. But I don't think they really give you like a freshness rating based on two. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not big enough sample mm-hmm. size. There weren't a shit ton of review podcasts in this. There's a couple on YouTube that I found, mm-hmm. but most of the podcasts I found were actually in German or Malaysian. On the that ends <laughs> up happening to us for a yeah, few of these, doesn't right, it? Yeah. <laughs> Stay in yeah. We're awesome. Yeah. So I had fun with this one. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is real twisty. It's like 
if Shyamalan did a hit of meth before he started writing. Yeah, so I, um, obviously, as they've come to know already, I'm into a lot of forward film, mm-hmm. Korean among others. And I actually, I stumbled upon this one. I think while I was watching, there's another one, Confessions of a Murderer, I believe, mm-hmm. yep. that I was watching. And then somehow I got to this. But anyway, I watched it and it was interesting because, as I sort of mentioned in the warm up, in our community, we're trying to be more dementia friendly. Uh-huh. So we have some, I think all of us, you know, have some experience with that. But I was like, have I ever seen, you know, a movie where the main character who is doing the killing it that, you know, they have diagnosed some sort of form of dementia or memory loss or something. And I was like, uh, Memento. I, yeah. Well, I haven't Memento. seen Memento. Okay. Watch so Memento. I was in my mind, I'm going, have I? No, I haven't. Let's watch it. So yeah. Arguably Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, not even oh, no. arguably. Anakin's a sociopath. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he just worked. Anakin yeah, anyway. genocide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he gets some booty for it. So, yeah, he yeah. definitely does, which sends mixed messages to all the nerds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very um, many. Yeah, messages. because, like, in real life, I mean, I, true crime or whatever podcasts are everywhere at this point. And I love them. And <laughs> <laughs> I went through a phase. I'll admit, I went through a phase. My favorite murder was definitely on that list and got me started on that. It was a trip. Um, but yeah, a lot of serial killers and like people that go through this have brain trauma and mm-hmm. that definitely came up. Yes, it did. At least once. <laughs> but I like how twisty it ended up becoming because mm-hmm. I, for once, wasn't quite expecting it. So that yeah. actually, yeah. And, and the ending I, I messed love, me up. I the, love yeah. how that happens. With, so with the five that, endings. That does it for me. Yeah, it did so. feel like it kept ending. Yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. this would be a good end. This would be a good end. This would be a good end. And it kept going. I'm like, uh. So this one actually marks the first because I usually make a little outline of the movie to make sure mm-hmm. my notes make sense. But this one, because it was so twisty, I kept going down rabbit holes in my notes and it ended up being way too long. So I found oh, one of okay. those explainer videos on YouTube okay. and just copy pasted a transcript into my notes <laughs> and then edited that. So like, so like I cannot mention everything that is happening in this movie because it is well made. There's a lot yes. of little stuff in the that background is, that comes yeah, up and yeah uh, <laughs> if i sound like a little bit of a robot it's because i'm paraphrasing notes <laughs> so acting is great only thing that messed me up besides what we're going to talk about later is the guy who is the antagonist in this movie mm-hmm. why didn't no one know he was a killer he literally looked like he kills people. peter popo that's why <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that had a lot to I do with that. He became a popo because if I saw him coming to the academy, I'm like, no, get him out. <laughs> Just arrest him. For what? It doesn't matter. He's he wearing a lizard hoodie. Like he did arrest something. Arrest him for that. Yeah, he did something. Dude, the reptile hoodie was just hilarious to yes. me. I don't know why it hit me like that. I just thought it was funny. I was like, I was like, we pretty fashion forward living in this podunk <laughs> right? town that they were talking about. He showed I up to like, a crime scene of that thing and I was like, I was like, yeah. so you just, you, you're not going to have none more like a black one or and like, so like a camel. He was something. on duty, right? Just when he showed up to some of these crime scenes. Because the ones where he wasn't on duty, I don't think he was. He wore his uniform. Yeah, like his normal uniform. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just like, the guy looked like he was doing, like he, like you see this guy, you will see him. As soon as you see him, you're like, okay, he obviously did something wrong. He might have killed somebody. <laughs> he obviously did something. Yeah, like at the same what? time, this is the most unreliable of unreliable narrators. Yeah. Maybe it's just because uh-huh. he remembers him being creepy. It was just oh, okay. like, 
Oh, look at his sinister smile. Yeah, right? the dude, like, you see this guy, you're like, oh, yeah, of course he killed somebody. Yeah, yeah. If he didn't kill someone, he's torturing someone or he's stolen something. Right? I'd be or, surprised and confused if he wasn't a monster. Yes. <laughs> like, if he came out like, oh, I'm a preacher and I rub, well, I shouldn't say that because I'm a preacher crazy, but I was <laughs> like, rubs feet all day for homeless people and did all this nice stuff. I'm like, what? He probably kills those homeless people. So Where's their feet? Yeah, necklace. And tie back to the movie we did before this, he puts people in suitcases. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did notice that. After draining the blood. Yep. Draining. Yeah, to make them lighter. Does Gordon have his claws? Mm-hmm. He just batted a but he only saw claws. Aww. Aww. He's, He's like, growing. So he likes you. <laughs> he likes there you. Is, the, I brought him another Churu in the bag. And that, yep. That means, you're that. Right. <laughs> it means you're one of his favorite people now. Yes. <laughs> I love cats. Cats are little sociopaths. <laughs> yes, they are. Yes, okay. they are. <laughs> if I unleashed either of my cats into the wild, they would be murdering all the birds in the neighborhood. Listen, I, I have told you this several times, but my cat gets up every day. And he chooses violence and he is okay with that. And it He's is so damn cute. Though. That is the problem. He yes. is that's, so cute. That's how but he will, Yes. So is Macaulay Culkin in Perfect Child. the mess out of you. <laughs> so like, is Macaulay Culkin in The Perfect Child. Destroy everything. Mm-hmm. It's yes. Yes. He's so darn cute, but he's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Or Drew Barrymore in Firestarter. You know? Yes. <laughs> See, now I'm going to have to go I'm back and watch it. that one and the second one because yeah. now I got to fire starter two, colon, other title. Fire crotch. Yeah. <laughs> crotch of wrath. <laughs> crotch of lava. The Netflix special with crotches are lava. No question. Oh, God damn it. Okay. Sorry. Where were we? <laughs> that we haven't started the beginning. Yeah, we haven't. Yes. No, we okay. It's the beginning. Is calling me for some reason. I thought it was me. <laughs> Is it because I said crotch too many times? <laughs> they could sense it. Your parents parents heard it like it's a little light that goes on their house. Oh, he said the c word. Oh. Uh-oh. Send like like that. Uh like send the send the Bible at him. Where are my grandkids, butt fucker? Imaginary. Anyway, sorry. Oh, the- <laughs> um, yeah. so <laughs> I had, for a half a second, I was like, how does this movie start? Yeah, the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's sort of a loop. Sorry. Because it starts the way it ends. Yes. Like every yes. good Shyamalan movie. <laughs> this is not made by Shyamalan, by the way. No, it's not. It's for sure not. It's so Korean. <laughs> it is, and I love it. All right, so Bi Young Su. Put in the comments if I'm pronouncing it anywhere near correct. I think um, it's Byung-soo. Byung-soo? Mm. I call They Leroy. say it differently than the way the subtitles were. And yeah. Like the yeah. subtitles on my whatever I was watching kept changing the way that it was spelled. <laughs> I don't mm. know. I think so. I think they were antagonists. I keep, they think, kept changing his name, too. Because I kept seeing his name like it was changed differently. Well, yeah, there's... Well, we'll get into that. But, yeah, yes, yeah. Byung-soo is the person that we meet first mm-hmm. in the tunnel that is also in the grove, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Byung-soo exits this tunnel. He's looking dramatic. He has a new haircut. Looking all dapper. Looking nice. Right? 
And then it, no, a, yeah, I was just, sorry. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, yeah. So then it flashes back, and he has dementia. So he, did we learn that that early on? I think we did. Did we? Well, it's I mean, possible. It, you can kind of infer based on his daughter say something about it, and then he went to the hospital. Yeah. Well, he ends up at the police station. Oh yeah, because he's at the police station. That's right. Why just yeah. like, do you remember because, my name? Uh, it's on, and then the police chief is there, which I recognize from old boy. Mm-hmm. Send up there. <laughs> he's also a police officer. He has a cop that has been delivering back to his home so they know each other i kind of got that he was police adjacent at some point maybe i'm just making that i up, think he was like that was like a friend that he grew up with yeah i was maybe, like, yeah. I, was saying, I, was I, I got that they like knew each other because he'd been in that little town for so long yeah. but i don't mm-hmm. think he was ever caught well maybe no, he, he was maybe, a vet he was a vet i was say maybe maybe was yeah the way they but be doing he, yeah. it. I don't he think they do a, background checks. He has a bag that has a puppy in it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand. Yeah, they really come back to that. The puppy is there in the police station later. Yeah, later yeah. when they're playing with him while people are fighting. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah. they don't talk about. <laughs> No, it's never addressed no. again with where this puppy came from. Just like, okay. Which is interesting because he could have picked it up or it could have been from um, Yeah, because he, well, from a victim or he was at that time working as a vet, sort of. Yeah. In that capacity. Timelines so. are weird in this yeah, movie. Yeah, it's, yeah, very, very weird. So his daughter shows up, Yun-hee, right? Am I? Un-hee? That was, it was Un-hee. Un-hee. Mm-hmm. His daughter shows up, picks his father up at the police station. She's like, oh my God, you gotta stop wandering off yeah and then she takes him to lunch yep gives him a recording device and it's like it's important to take notes on these things and he's like i have a notebook in my laptop yeah i'll just do that and it's like you won't remember your laptop it's like i won't remember this to record recorder. this right, right? <laughs> it's the same difference <laughs> right She's like, hmm. And also, I like, mean, he has a point. <laughs> yeah. And she also gives him a locket or like a necklace kind of thing. Yeah, with his address on right. it. Mm. So he, like, if someone finds him, they yeah. can send him home. If he has a problem with wandering off and not remembering things, shouldn't he have like a cell phone or something? Like, this isn't but, yeah. a super old movie, right? It, yeah, it's not. It's not a period drama. Other people have phones in this movie. Yeah, he has a, she, he actually has a cell phone. Yeah, he does. Because he uses yeah. it later. Yeah, right. I don't know if they were made at the time that this would have been available, but there are things you can use to like sort of a bracelet. track, they track bracelet. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, bracelet, yeah. something to track him because wandering is a problem already. So Yeah, because <laughs> like, she's in school still, right? Mm-hmm. And she works at a diner. But the recorder that she gives him is, is a digital recorder which was actually newer than the one that i used in college so i had a cell phone back then (laughs) right anywho maybe there isn't a provider out here in the boondocks where they live i don't know possible i would at least have some sort of handling thing so because Mm -hmm. he's not just like roaming the village or whatever he finally takes it and he agrees to record stuff into it and he gives him like you hit this button today i had lunch with my daughter kind of thing So after this, they go to the doctor and he's basically like, your brain's broken. You have vascular dementia and it's complicated by Alzheimer's. You had this car crash thing and it really scrambled things up. That's what's going on. At least that's what they say in the movie. Right. So like, (laughs) (laughs) again, because we don't really know the timeline of this, this might have happened years before, years Mm -hmm. after, but he's piecing this narrative together himself. Yoon Hee's getting ready to go somewhere. The news shows the murder of a girl in a nearby town. Yeah, and he's immediately like freaked yeah. out and goes, goes to like, and then runs yeah. into the next room and checks the cupboard for his shoes. Yep, for some reason they're white, right? Yeah. So I, I'm just like, okay. He, he checks the bottoms of yeah. them and he's like, 
was like me. mystery intrigue stakes risen and then he's like hey daughter you shouldn't do this there's a killer afoot and she's like i'll be fine i'm just going to my friend's birthday party he leaves and then he goes over and writes on his laptop his memoirs the title of the movie yes Ooh. so back in his early memories he got home and saw his, we're guessing his father, mm-hmm. sleeping on a tennis shoe. And then his mother and his sister are looking stunned and like they have bruises on them and so forth. But his dad's sleeping on a bloody white tennis shoe. It was kimchi sauce. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was blood. No, it was kimchi sauce. You think it's blood, but then he goes, why is there kimchi on my yeah, shoe? He likes his white shoes. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. So, right. it was, so it was just food from the whatever altercation, whatever happened. <laughs> okay. There, so, so like. He gets in and just grabs the shoe from over his dad's head. And he's like, what? <laughs> and he gets mad for not greeting for no, him correctly. For no reason. He goes, you don't give your dad a hug or something. Yeah. I think he just wanted, he told him he didn't greet him properly. And I was like, dude, you obviously have been beating the rest of my family. Right, yeah. And you were like drunkenly sleep on the ground here. Like treat what? Like be happy. I don't slap you with the shoe. Right. Which <laughs> in the next scene he does. Like he starts beating the kid <laughs> oh, up. Dude, and he starts like, beating the guard. He stumps a mud hole in this dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like drags him off to this, the other room to continue the beating. He, yeah, to beat him properly is right. what he, is what said. he said. He took his shirt yes. off. He's like, I have not given you a proper beating yet. <laughs> I, need, I need leverage and aerodynamics to continue this beating. When I say he beat this guy, he beat him like a slave who got beaten better than the way he got beaten. <laughs> like, he beat this guy like he wasn't even his son. Like, this is yeah. his son. Mm-hmm. He like, beat him like he, he wanted was... to get the last bit of ketchup out of that bottle. Yes. <laughs> I was like, God, like I was watching my wife. We're like, dang. Yeah. So, that, so he go he for whatever reason stomping on his head. I was like, come on, dude. He mm-hmm. takes him into another room removed from where they were before, right. uh, which I guess is like a family room, maybe, and closes. You know, shuts the door because they're like, don't you see an Asian home? So they're sliding. Anyway. You figure out that, yeah, you may have went in there to meet this boy, but listen. <laughs> Tables have turned. Yes. And he uh, like so he strangled back. Yeah. Yeah. He and then strangling him to death. Puts rice in his mouth and he's choking him out. Because mm-hmm. he has flashbacks of people with rice in their mouth. So he ties his dad up in a bag and buries him in the yard. And he realizes at this point, I'm gonna get arrested for this. Yep. Like the night watch is coming out, they're enforcing curfew. It's like I'm gonna get caught, I'm gonna to jail whatever it's worth it to protect my family obviously he's writing his own memoirs so he's reliving it sort of yeah and also there's no way he's writing this truthfully but whatever whatever (laughs) no right So anyways, the cops don't do anything to him. And then he's like, wait, I think they actually were, they they show them searching for him while he's like, obviously paranoid and waiting in the corner, basically waiting for them to find the body and come get him because he did it. And they never come. That's when I think he has that revelation. It's like people aren't going to come looking for away with this. Uh huh. If someone is enough of a B hole or an A hole, <laughs> or they just don't find the body, <laughs> right? So he's like, "Now it's time to do some killing." So yeah, he basically. he starts off with a guy who sells fish that beats his family. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's tied in family beating thing. Yep. It's kind of fresh for him. And then there's this lady that beat her dog to death because the dog ate a ring. Mm-hmm. So he kills the lady and force feeds her the ring. 
Yeah, because his credit though. Come on. Yeah. It was like, it was like one of those little yappers, the yeah. little dogs. Yeah, yeah. She yeah, she like, beat the mess so out of it and then brought the dog there she, after having beat it to like, hey, can you cut my ring no, out of the she, dog's she stomach? She beat the thing to death and it was like, hey. Yeah. Like like you just like you brought it to a vet. So you didn't think the vet cares about animals? Right. So he goes John Wick on this lady. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was that was the wrong move to make. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Bad life choices. Let's see, the next one was an alcohol, well, in, in his words, an alcoholic that would befriend kids and then turn those kids into slaves. Yep. I'm assuming he's being creepy. That guy dies. And then there's a loan shark that targeted a specific family, and he's not cool about that. And that's all that he talks about in this sector of the movie. It's just like, and I killed a bunch of other people. Moving on. Right? Yeah. And it was all like people he deemed to be like human trash because. Right. They yeah. had those mm-hmm. unredeemable. And again, I know I keep saying this, but this is his memoir. Yes. He's editing it however he wants to. He yes. wants to believe he's a Dexter character who's cleaning the world of bad people. Yeah, basically. So he would kill these people, clean society, and then he would bury them in this bamboo grove that he owned. Mm-hmm. Now, bamboo has a bunch of symbolism. And I was trying to get a vibe for this because in my mind, like what I've heard is bamboo grows really straight. So it's like a metaphor for being on the right path. Pat- Mm-hmm. It's hollow. It's like a metaphor in Buddhism that it's what forms around the thing, not the thing itself that matters. There's also cleansing powers with bamboo. Even like antimicrobial sheets are made out of bamboo. It'll repel mites. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm sure there's more that I'm not getting. I've never been to Korea. <laughs> Me neither. So right. <laughs> we're just... <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he buries them in this bamboo grove. Yes. He has been a veterinarian for a while. That's his thing. It was mm-hmm. like, he's really talking himself up when he first brings this up. It's, so it's a lot of muscle memory mm-hmm. and I'm glad I can do a job and be productive to my society in this way. And then he's treating this cat, but he's like, oh shit, the cat's not moving. And he comes to the trash can and starts sorting through the vials. And he had given this cat its anti-cancer medication or whatever, like three times in a row. Yeah. And the next scene, the owner comes in and is like, Michelle. Michelle, yeah. like the cat named Michelle, you killed my kitty. So it's like it was that that forced him out of the trade. I've, I've never heard a woman tell me that you killed the yeah, yeah. That's unfortunate. It'll happen for you. Mm, doubt it. Um. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. I think that was that was when I was uh, going. Um. Maybe. Maybe we don't. Yeah. Uh still work and we don't drive. Yeah, that's what uh-huh. I was like. Yeah. That would have me <laughs> drive everywhere. Yes, yeah. he drives he dr- everywhere and, and nobody like, stops him. And I'm just that like, is and, very dangerous. And the his daughter doesn't even think that's weird that he keeps driving. She right. thinks it's weird that he stopped going to work. I'm like, he just uh-huh. killed a cat because you couldn't remember. Maybe you shouldn't this, this guy, like he could end up in Pyongyang and yes. like, yeah. <laughs> and he wouldn't know. Uh-huh. And he's like, Oh, Legit. am I supposed to be here? And they're like, Yes, you are. Ching ching. <laughs> <laughs> Like, which kind of goes against him later on in the movie when the other antagonist from the antagonist shows up. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Next up, he goes to this poetry class, right? <laughs> he fucking oh, hates this teacher. The whole mean, time, he's just I mean, like, I'm going to murder you, this fucker. If you saw this teacher, like everything about him is just extra down to like his hair 
his clothes, his mannerisms, the right. way that he is reading their poetry and explaining <laughs> to looked, everyone else what their symbolism is. Well, the, he only ever reads. It um, looks like a gangster Young character, Seuss, but yeah. like still, it yeah. is ridiculous. I didn't even know that was his stuff. I thought that was just some poetry he was reading. No, I know that no, was, he was no, that was he's yeah, he reciting. was reciting Young yeah. Seuss. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't realize that till later. He goes, "Oh, you're writing." I'm like, "Dude, this guy is a dick." Like yeah. you just you look at him, you're like, "Dude, I'm gonna hit that car." He looks like a gangster character designed by Takashi Mike to express this man's a pervert. <laughs> yes. Oh, but man. he goes this and the women in that class oh, are thirsty swoon. as hell. <laughs> oh, very much so. Splash they are zone. uberly thirsty. Right? Like yeah, and oh I my. think his his daughter was encouraging him to take this class. Yeah, so get that out there, you know, get out there, people, meet right? some people. It seems like all the people in this class are older. Maybe it's like, yeah, um, and it you know it you could know. help jog some memories and things sure, like that. Yeah. So I'm and, uh, you know I'm on board with that as an activity. But he just looks so bored, and I feel like. Like you hear his commentary as you're going through there, and for you know for some of it, he just he doesn't seem to enjoy any of it. Yeah, it's, but the thing is, they're assuming that he's writing all these metaphors about like existential yeah. dilemmas and like the process of death. He's like, no, it's mm-hmm. just like, oh yeah, I fucking murdered a guy. It was yeah. tight, <laughs> baby, yes. feel alive. Yes. Like, oh yeah, that's he literally so deep, told man. this girl who. Well, yeah, just, really thirsty. So there, there's this cougar that keeps following. Him. Oh yeah, oh geez, like she doesn't understand <laughs> no. Right? And she's like, oh, what's the metaphor about it? It's like, it's not a metaphor. It's a life story. And she's like, yeah, right. Yeah. He goes, I like you. You do something. And he like, like deadpan is like, no. She's like, <laughs> every time he sees her, he's like, I should kill her. Yes. Because well, she what, keeps running after him. Right. She, now there's thirsty. And then there's throwing it in your face. thirsty. <laughs> and then there's, I have no water in my body. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this girl was. Right. Like she needed him back. Like she, there's going to be part later in the movie where she literally jumps into his car. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking after, car jacks After he is running away from her. Yeah. Like for a second time. Yeah. yeah. Second time. And after this poison, where he goes home and his daughter is helping him do something, mm-hmm. she's like, "Oh, did a person steal your heart?" Yeah, uh, a special da. person. Yeah. He's like, "That's disgusting." No. Yeah. No. And I was like, "Wait a minute, are you trying to get him hooked up?" I was like, "I don't want to be insensitive, but do you think these women are going to want to be with him after they realize he has dementia?" Apparently, yes. So, yeah. well, I guess maybe she's just trying to encourage that social connection. Yeah. Maybe. You know, doesn't necessarily have to be romantic. Not to say that it could not be. That's mm-hmm. true. Right? Um, um, but it I think could. that was more so her want was for him to, to meet someone he could right, hang yeah. out with, have that connection with. Mm-hmm. So. And as a sign that the person crafting the script is knowing what they're doing and setting up patterns for things, <laughs> mm-hmm. right after they talk about this, he's like, I don't like to go to movies. Yep. I never get the humor. I end up emotionally reacting to things way late. Delayed. Yeah. yeah. Right. He's, he doesn't <laughs> react to, what is it? He said he doesn't react to crying or any of that, but he mm-hmm. reacts to comedy. So he'll, but he'll like, laugh like at the wrong time. Yeah. Yeah, like 20 minutes later. Yeah, just like, uh... Which, it parallels a scene later, because in the background of this movie, and a thing that I was going nuts with my first through note-taking was just, oh my god, he's repeating the patterns, just like the guy is trying to repeat his life. Mm-hmm. It's like, I need to go through these steps of things, <laughs> right? So, yeah, what do you... If anyone gets around to watching this, it is very well made. <laughs> yes, it is. So let's see. Um, Next up, he thinks about when he went to the Bamboo Grove, and he remembers the last last woman he killed 17 years ago but he can't remember why he killed her for the life of him that is just gone from his brain at this point in the movie he does seem to remember her face cuz 
that comes up, mm-hmm. but he still just can't remember who she was to him, what the relation was like, any of that, mm-hmm. which I think is odd. But I mean, yeah, not in the context of like knowing what we know, but right. Yeah. So he buries her in the bamboo grove. And on the way back, that's when he flips his car and gets the brain problems that he's mm-hmm. dealing with now. At least that's what so they say. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. <laughs> After this, there is a parallel scene of a different serial killer killing someone. And then the main character, there's this thick fog. He's fiddling with his tape recorder. He doesn't notice that there's a car in front, in front of him. Of him. Yeah. He slams into this car. It just flashes into his mind the license plate. Like it really focuses on this license plate, which is 208588. And as he slams into this thing, the trunk opens and he notices blood seeping from a bag or like luggage onto the ground. Because the previous killer, they showed him killing this woman, draining her body of blood in a tub mm-hmm. and then put her in a bag and then he puts that bag into a suitcase. Yep. So the first thing that our, let's call him a hero at this point does, is dab <laughs> his uh, like a handkerchief and collects some into of the, the blood. blood. Mm-hmm. He's like, what is this? He thinks that the guy he hit is being super creepy and suspicious. I mean, so, he is. <laughs> yeah, he, he fucking just, is. Yeah. You, you just rammed into him and don't get me wrong, they weren't doing like 20 miles an hour. There. It was a little bit, you know, yeah. it was decent speed. Well, who the fuck's Stops in and, the middle of the road, and with then fog. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you stopped in the middle of the road. No flashers. He did not immediately get out at all. Mm-hmm. So he is watching Byung Su sit there. Yeah, dab this little thing in the back, sir. Mm-hmm. You are being all the sus. No. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That was found well founded. Right? Byung Su's like, it's totally my bad. Let's exchange information. And the guy's like, no, that's no, all right. We're good. We'll both fix it. It's yep. cool. No harm, no foul. Obviously, he's looking at the truck and it's like, it's a deer that I hit. Nothing to worry about here. It's totally normal to put deer in a, a suitcase. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Like, like a normal human would. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> So um, he hands this creepy guy his business card and is expecting the creepy guy to hand him a business card in exchange. He walks away. And it's like, hmm, okay. And the creepy guy, he has a shirt and his collar is snakeskin. Like it's a snakeskin pattern. I didn't notice So it's just like kind of layering on the thing. It's just what he does, right? When he, when he hunts. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So anyways, he leaves and then Byung Su records the car's number, like the license, license plate, plate number, yep. into his recorder. Now, the subtitles that I had listed the character in the middle of this license plate as an L. It is a Korean character. I do not speak Korean, but anyways, he records it <laughs> into his tape recorder. And also, too, I didn't pay attention that hard to it. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, me either. Yeah. And also, we forget that he says the reason why he really wanted his car was because he looked at the guy's face and was like, oh, he's a killer like me. Yeah, right. Yeah, he said he recognized like, game recognized mm-hmm. game. So, yep. yeah. Like, we had the same look mm-hmm. i mean he's not wrong yeah, yeah. Like, like the way <laughs> like the way uh joseph gordon levitt's character looked at bruce wayne in the dark knight rises and realized that's batman just mm-hmm. by looking right, they yeah. the same look that an orphan has or in dexter that mm-hmm. comes up on a regular basis is like this man is a dark passenger mm-hmm. if you ever watch or read that series Next up, Byung Su, because he's a scientist and works in a veterinary, so it's like, I'm going to test mm-hmm. and see if this is actually deer blood. Turns out deers don't have O positive blood. So we're dealing with a human here. Which, honestly, I don't know that much about blood. I'll, I'll admit. He like put it under the microscope and he was like, this is O positive. This is human. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Don't you need like several other tests for that? I don't fucking know. I don't it know. Like, like, I just, I don't, yeah, maybe, maybe I don't know out of my like untrained brain that I could look at a blood sample and be like, yep, themselves, that's that's definitely yeah. O positive. Because he straight up <laughs> just looked at and saw blood cells. I'm, yes. like, oh, that's I'm like, to me, that just looks like blood cells. Like, yes. Right, yeah. To me, it looked like he was looking through a... <laughs> 
magnifying glass and blood. I don't I know. I don't know. Bio- biology was not my thing. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I never did blood test things. So I don't know, but I'm yeah. like, okay. Although I will say that we did a DNA test for our cats. So stay tuned for the reports on that. Nice. Nice. <laughs> anyway. So yeah, he calls the police to report creepy pants. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Cause it's obviously human blood, at least in his mind. Yes. So he's cooking the next day. He, his phone's ringing. He's like, what's going on? And in the pan that he's cooking food with is his phone. Yes. It happens to. Right. So, so I was like, can we just call this guy Malik now? Stop. I see. I stopped <laughs> I myself from making. Okay. I stopped myself You can't do that to him. It was joke. my fault. All right. Yeah, no, I can't. <laughs> if he tells us next time he's here. <laughs> he's going to beat our asses. <laughs> yeah, he is. All right. Which anyway, says no. Yeah. Well, he doesn't he, listen to this, so it doesn't matter. Uh, he will eventually. I have full faith that he'll just. Twenty years from now. So, anyways, when Bongsu calls the police office, the creepy guy is there at the police office. Yes. Right. So, like, oh, looking that's weird, like a creeper, right? <laughs> Okay, so the first time I watched this one, I was like, am I just having, like, Asian face blindness? I'm, I don't want to be the guy that's, like, <laughs> it's just a different guy. But, you know what I mean? As, I didn't um, want to assume it was him at first. Oh, so I re- yeah. oh, oh, right. oh, okay. So, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. He just want to say they all look alike. But, no, I rewinded it. It's totally him listening. Yep, same. Right? Yep. Okay. So. <laughs> Honestly, the only reason I knew it was him because of the haircut. He has this, like, weird bowl cut. Yeah. Cut it? Yeah. That's probably what makes him even eviler looking. <laughs> yeah. The bowl like, cut. man dark. <laughs> He has like a mob psycho haircut. Yeah. So yeah, after he takes it off the suit, yeah, it's a a cop calling him from a payphone, but it's, it's the, the one guy, right? Yeah. The only reason why he does that is because his, I assume his boss or whatever came in because Byung Su called in. Mm-hmm. He told the other police that were not the guy he hit. They came up to him in front of everybody and like made some big joke about it. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. even yeah. a real thing. So they uh-huh. weren't taking this seriously to begin with. So the fact that he then turns around at a payphone, super sus, right, and yeah. calls him back uh-huh. is, yeah. And especially with like no worries it was just the story that he told you and then he was there not that i have been there <laughs> yeah <laughs> and he told him the exact same thing right. i just thought i'd point that out as an important thing like it was it blood right. from a deer we found him that person that you talked about yeah we checked it yep. mm-hmm. nothing mm-hmm. to worry about nothing to see here the guy is a policeman his name is min Teju, mm-hmm. and no one suspects him at all apparently of like course, we were talking they about never earlier do. it was like how does no one do that yeah i'm serious if you look at him he just looks evil honestly he should have got arrested just for looking the way he looks <laughs> i don't think I don't, it's I against say, the law to look like a killer and look like a certain way so it, Dude, mean, if that was true i would be in prison for being a uniformer i don't know <laughs> That, but but I'll say this: that thick white man looks at me weird. You can at least get away with looking like this guy. Literally, look, like even on the times when he's smiling, mm-hmm. his face looks like <laughs> this is like, the first time he smiled, and he's yes. just still trying to figure it out. Like like he's like he like he's an alien trying to mimic our human facial expressions, right. expressions like Edgar from Men in Black. Yes. So Byung-Soo goes to the crash site where he thinks this murder happened because he, you know, we ran into this junction yep. they keep talking about. And then he was like, where did he dump the body? And he goes to this reservoir and finds the body there, which is the body that he saw on the news in this earlier scene. Yeah, but so he's again, going through it like... Timeline is well, fucked here. <laughs> what would I do? If it was me, I'd go here. And then like 
Yeah. He makes a connection and it ends except, up being true. There except it is, that they're yeah. right next to his. <laughs> to quote a. It's an not old that poet. far from his grove. Oof, yeah. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're right next to his grove where he's already been burying people. Yes. So I'm like, wait, mate, what you would have done would have gone the other way to your grove where you've right? been burying people. You wouldn't have gone to the rest, whatever. Yep. That's what I thought when I saw that. So then he gives an t- anonymous tip to the police mm-hmm. that there's a body there. And that's why it ends up on the news. But at this point, Teju realizes that this guy can actually be a threat to him. He's like, oh shit, he figured out my Mm -hmm. my shit, right? (laughs) So it's like, I need to actually look into this. And like while they're discovering the body or whatever, Teju is standing next to the car Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's spacing out, but like a portion of it almost made it seem like he was enjoying them revisiting and then cleaning up his work, but also tasting the air like a snake or something. Yeah. Mm. But also on the other end, I think someone made mention like, Oh, like what's wrong with him? They were like, nah, he's always like that. And I'm like, so, Mm. you know, he's a serial killer and y'all are just like, Oh, that's just him. (laughs) Oh, it's it's just (laughs) Count Dracula over there. He gets this weird far off look in his eyes. (laughs) Talks about draining virgins or something. It would have been less obvious if he was touching himself while looking at this like oh yeah i love seeing this murder dude looks like a serial killer why did that arrest him (laughs) again he's a cop they're not gonna look in there first he would have been my first first. suspect in the killing as soon as they killing (laughs) hey go check out nick over there so speaking of him not acting anywhere normal creepy guy shows up to the veterinary clinic probably the card that yes the guy gave Mm -hmm. him with a kitten all of a sudden i like the look at that a well-behaved kitten at that He probably (laughs) drugged it. Right. (laughs) He might have. Can't deny that. It meows later, so it's not dead. So... Uh, but yeah, he's just staring at that. And then coincidentally Yuki is passing by with a group of her friends and tells him, it's like, oh, my father's sick. The clinic is closed. He says nothing in response. He, he just stares ahead like a goddamn philosopher. Yeah, he just <laughs> keeps looking at it. And I'm like, OK, you got that it's closed. And you, you saw the sign when you were standing there. She and her people have moved on and given you an explanation. Move on, sir. And then they mm-hmm. tell her, she goes, oh, I'm sorry. He's closed. But you should go to the city to the. And he looks at her like, you dare speak to me? <laughs> like, he was killing her with his mind. Like, you know, like he was addressing her by taking her skin off in his <laughs> yeah. mind when he looked at her. Ugh. So, uh, yeah, the next thing is Byung-Soo meets with his policeman friend, On, asked him to pull some information about a car that he had mm-hmm. an accident with. Basically doing, mm-hmm. just following up, was like... This guy's creepy. Meanwhile, <laughs> Yoon-hee is walking home to this party with her friends. No, wait, wait. Give a good synopsis of the scene. <laughs> it's dark out. She's walking in an abandoned <laughs> field and a random ass car pulls up. Thank you. And she's like, <laughs> he was not well, going to let that go. <laughs> no. Sorry. And then <laughs> Officer Min Ju opens the window. <laughs> With the kids like in the you shouldn't passenger be here alone, child, or something. Yes, like that he should have tells her you shouldn't be walking it's alone at night. There's a killer here. out here, or something like that. There, there's a killer out here. She doesn't say ha ha or nothing. She looks mm-hmm. out it's into like, the, his car and does what? Ooh, a kitten picks up the kitten. <laughs> picks up the kitten and then just he's like, I'll give you a ride home. And she then opens the car no and questions. gets right yeah. in there. This is shit that my wife lost. Me, and my wife right? lost this part. At this point, she doesn't know that he's 
he's an officer. She no, just knows that no. he's a guy who had a cat. random ass dude. Because yeah, he's not wearing his officer uniform. No. He's not in an officer cop car. car. Mm-hmm. He's just some guy who she saw standing at an empty store for multiple, <laughs> right? for at least a minute while she was there. And said nothing to her. Mm-hmm. And then when she gave him directions, kind of looked at her like, I'm going to rip your face off and wear mm-hmm. it while I'm dancing around my house, touching myself. This dude is who she gets into the car with. Okay. <laughs> my wife and I got crazy on this because this is exactly what stuff you'd be telling your kids not to do. I mean, if anyone was her dad, like at all, I'd be like, yeah. okay, that's negligence. But if your dad's a serial killer, yeah. and he's like, don't get into the car with strangers. Yes. He even tells her later, like, why'd you get in, like, what the wh- fuck, dude? Why'd you get in a car with a stranger? Like, you literally, this is like one of those after school things they would tell kids. Like, if a kid, <laughs> comes, yeah, if a stranger comes up to you and says he has a puppy, what do you do? You say right. no and run away and well, say you were not my parent. First of all, kick him in the balls and right. then run yeah. away. You'll say yeah. you're not my parent. You high duke in that gooch and yeah. then run. <laughs> it's like, take this fire crotch <laughs> and you run. This bitch, oh my God, she just got in the car like, oh, I don't like being alive. Oh, uh, Lordy. I just, I'm assuming that. <laughs> Her dad is narrating this in his mind. Is like she probably did this like an idiot. <laughs> Just walking down trusted strangers. Like, it would have been hilarious if all this stuff happened. She gets in and goes, oh, nice kitty. Huh. I hope you don't kill me. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah, no. Oh, all here's right. my social security number and my ad, and my ad. <laughs> oh, he got her address. He was like, "Here's my social security number and my blood type." But I mean, her dad at this point is like pacing. Yeah, he's convinced he's that she, the, you know, at the, the door, is like, my baby's he's like, been "Oh my god, oh jeez!" And here she is and wandering his brain down the street. Glitches out. Yeah, yeah, and he gets home and he sees his dead wife coming towards him. Yeah, that's the same actress, right? I'm not going yes. crazy. Yeah. Okay, yes, right. and, obviously, at that time we don't know what's the wife, right, but. Yeah. That it is the same woman that we saw from our list, but yes. Again, I don't want to be face blind on this. But yeah, then he starts strangling his daughter, mm-hmm. not realizing, and then his he glitches back and realizes who it is. It's like, oh mm-hmm. god, I'm sorry, my bad. <laughs> they assume every time he glitches, he does like an eye twitch thing. Yeah, that also that's, that's not like, how that okay. works. But okay, mm-hmm. and then yeah. he's like, oh, everything is getting mixed together. In my brain, this. my memory is fucked. Yeah, and it was like maybe it's me that's killing all these people. No, no, that couldn't be it. No, no, no. So next day. <laughs> His hair is getting long, so his daughter gives him a little haircut, and he tells his daughter, "Is like I'm having way more memory issues. I don't know if it's going to be safe for me to live here much longer." And then he's like, "Hey, are you wearing makeup? You're wearing like more makeup than usual." And he's like, "Dad, I date people now. Like, yeah, basically, to, like I haven't been yeah. a date. He goes, basically, like you're like a slut. Don't be well. I mean, that's what he's implying. I mean, but, yeah, that's what he's yeah, don't and, say it. and then she changes the subject. Is like, do you date people? Like maybe someone at your poetry." poetry. Class, yeah. He's strongly like, nope. No. <laughs> but yeah, he goes on with like, maybe it'd be better if I get inducted to a hospital or an old age facility. Like, I don't know if I can trust me anymore. Yeah, be away from Close you. Enough. Yeah. <laughs> so at this point, he goes to meet his sister, Maria, yeah, who works at who is a the nun. monastery. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, hey, sis, I have dementia now. Maybe I'm being punished for killing all those people. Well, he doesn't say all those people. He says, maybe I'm being punished for all my crimes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because she, at this point, her sister, like he monologues, like she doesn't know that I've killed a shit ton of people. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of people. At this point, you only know. Like a gross of people. His dad. Yeah. Super gross. (laughs) 
Yeah. So, so she has a weird reaction to this because she's like, like a, her, her yeah, reaction she's like was, happy. I'll pray for you or something. No, like she's that. like, I've been praying for you every day, and she's yeah. maybe God has answered my prayers. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. I was yeah. like, wait, what? Because you now you're him? an innocent kid. You'll be eventually. You'll be like an innocent kid yeah, again. Once you lose all your memories, yeah. you won't remember the bad things that you did. Yeah, that's crazy. Keep this in mind. This will be a thing that is shambled back into to. your brain later. Yes, it will be. Hoy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> He goes to the poetry class the second time during the class. He's like, I really need to kill this instructor. He's so pretentious. And then the teacher reads one of his lines from the poem that he did the first time. He's like, I fucking hate this guy's poetry. Yeah. <laughs> Not realizing that it's his. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So he heads to his car and the cougar is in hot pursuit mm-hmm. and she like drops books. And I'm thinking, oh, he's going to stop and help her up. Nope. Yeah. Nope, not at <laughs> he all. Fucking books he it. wants nothing to do with that. Yeah, but he gets to his car and goes for his keys, and she's already, already on the in passenger the car. Side. He's like, hey, can you give me a ride? Mind you, she had already firmly planted herself inside. Oh, yeah, she is not leaving. I like, mean, buckled in and everything. She was strapped and ready to like, go. When you say <laughs> she's throwing herself at him, it would have been less obvious if she would have did it butt naked. Like, mm-hmm. this woman yeah. was throwing herself at this dude. <laughs> yeah, she's trying to make casual conversation. Get him talking about things. Do you like movies? Not a specific movie, mind you. Just the concept of movies. Yes, like, do you like like music? No. Right? And he says, no, I don't like movies. She's trying to get an in, and it's just not working. So it parallels the scene before, right? And then, as he's driving past, he sees his daughter with creepy pants. Mm -hmm. He jumps out of the car and is like, what are you doing with him? And he's like, I recognize this guy, but I don't know from where, because his dementia is kicking in. The daughter is like, this is my boyfriend. Yeah, Teju. Right? It's like, I don't recognize him. And then the cougar is like, really? oh, it's, yeah. so, it's so great to meet you, but we're busy. We're going to go hang out. <laughs> Daughter's just like, mm. <laughs> and he yeah. goes, oh, whatever. And she's like, he's a cop. So he's a good guy. He's good money and blah, blah, blah. And the, the like, you should be like, happy. Fine, yeah. Right. And then Creep, One of them. they go off, the daughter and men go off and talk about stuff. And then Creepy admits, like, I recognize your dad. We actually got talking an accident. on an abandoned dock. <laughs> mm. It's like, I just, you know, he didn't recognize me and I was playing dumb there. He ran into me in a parked car out next to this. Just the on the inter- intersection. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's and when the daughter says, like, oh, is he out there? Bamboo growth. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're just chatting out there. So next up, Young Su meets on the police guy again. And oh wait, uh, you forgot the cougar gets oh. promptly dropped off oh, yeah. on the side yes. of the road. She, he actually, he's she, driving. And she's like, "What do you like to do?" He goes, "Killing." Yeah, <laughs> and she's like laughing because she thinks he's joking, but it's, but not, it's not a joke. Like she's starting to get it, and then he's like, "There's something I've been meaning to ask you," and she's like, oh, "What's that?" And he's like, "Who are you?" Like he's like that again. Yeah, like the side of the road. The first thing out of her mouth. Is, did I come on too strong? <laughs> yes, bitch, you yeah, did. Yeah, and I was like, girl, that, your, that yeah, question yeah. has come too late. Yeah. <laughs> that means I'm wondering, she's like, if she thinks what she doing wasn't too strong, I want to know I wonder what, what strong is she, to her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Knocking a guy out and putting him over your, <laughs> right. putting him over your shoulder and taking him home with you. Yeah. Nothing about that was subtle. Um, <laughs> Dragging him back by his hair like caveman days. Like, mm-hmm. gotcha now. Little side note, the actress that's playing the cougar was actually in the whaling as a background character. Mm. Supposedly, like, mm-hmm. in her IMDb page, she is a chicken vendor. I knew I remember her somewhere. <laughs> right. Yeah, the chicken vendor. I, I don't know. Maybe she was a zombie, maybe, at some point. Uh, anyway. Well, we'll, ask, we'll ask Evan. I know he, yeah, he enjoyed he, that movie. <laughs> deeply. <laughs> um, <laughs> y'all leave that movie alone. 
BES Reactor is recorded in a cozy living room recording studio here in the Midwestern United States. All voices, music, and mixing are put together by us. All rights reserved. If you have any comments, questions, or you want to tell us about a time you tried to jog your memory just to make sure your daughter wasn't dating a psychopath, contact the show on Instagram, SoundCloud, or our website, BESReactor.com. Next time, we're going to be out of town, so we're doing a Christmas special. And the time after that, we'll finish discussing this film. And as always, thanks for listening. We appreciate you.